Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum! And we are live with a very special holiday episode of Late Night Vacuum, where we take on the yellow snow so you don't have to. It tastes like whiskey. It doesn't actually. It does not taste like whiskey at all. Mine tastes hey. like whiskey, but that's because I drank a lot of whiskey. Yes, and that is, I am I am a half bottle in, I have no regrets. How are you, sir? And a Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Wait, you said Merry Christmas. I'm confused. Don't you say Happy Christmas over there? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> how How are you, sir? I am doing very, very well. And you do, Blar? I am, I am well on my way. I've, uh, I, I'm, I'm certainly full of the Christmas cheer. Um, this isn't, this is uh, audio only recording, but Gnackies can see exactly what I'm drinking. Hang on, mm. it's yellow snow. I am drinking the yellow snow, um, but it's high in vitamin C. Um, so. Uh, Grackies, this is one of two special podcasts that we're doing. Um, you and I are actually uh, in our respective warm snuggle areas, mm, warm snuggle, uh, which is traditional for Christmas. Uh, we're actually recording this uh, just a little bit before the day, um, but we wanted to basically have something out there um, to kind of wish everybody orally. Uh, a very happy Christmas. Yes, Grackies, I said happy Christmas. So a uh, couple of quick things before we kind of get into uh, the, 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 the turkey meat of our illustrious... Um... Oh, yeah, I'm going to cut the shit out of that. <laughs> anyway, um, the turkey meat. The turkey meat. So, so uh, kicking off, uh, we are going to do two quizzes. We're going to quiz each other as a Christmas tradition, hopefully. Um, and, uh, I also just want to check in with Grackies and ask him a couple of questions about, about this wonderful season. Grackies. Wait, what's... should we harmonize? Should we start a gang actually? No, I think we can harmonize now. No, We're good. I think we could start a gang. I didn't, hang on. I got need more alcohol. <laughs> From the top. Three, two, one. And we are live. Well, not exactly live. We are recording with a very special holiday episode of Late Night Vacuum. Yes, hello everybody. That was my terrible background sound of Christmas carolers. If you actually thought it was that, you are... Oh, fucking hell. Why is it that it's easier when it's live? <laughs> because we, for some reason, care more right now. Yeah. Keep it rolling. I say keep it rolling. Merry Christmas, you fuckers. <laughs> there you go. Merry Christmas to everyone. And those carolers, because, you know, they're carolers, I hit them with snowballs and ran them off. Just screw them. Oh, interesting, because all I saw were the balls. Um, so I did uh, them in snow first. Hi, everybody. Um, we're recording this a little bit earlier, but that doesn't stop us from getting in the Christmas cheer. I'm tanked, and Grecky's is on his way. Um, we're just wanting to put this out to wish everybody a very happy and merry Christmas. And we can only do that in the way we think possible. We can only do that in the way that we think is, is fitting, which is by doing a quiz with each other. Quiz. Um, so Yay, quizzes. quizzes, 
So, but Gracchis, before we do the quiz, I just want to check in with you and ask you a couple of Christmas questions. And you're free to ask me Christmas questions as well. Um, Did we want to harmonize before we start the questions? I think we do. Shall we on the count of three? Yes. Three, two, one. Ho, 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 ho. What what the hell are we doing? I don't know that song. Let's start again. (laughs) <laughs> we'll do it this time we'll start again it'll be fine we'll keep going don't we'll worry do jingle bells uh okay but if we do jingle bells can we jingle bells batman uh, smells what once batman smells but can we do something with space sims uh no <laughs> uh, jingle bells jingle bells jingle all, all the way, way. Oh, what, oh, what fun, fun it is to, to ride, ride in a one-horse one open sleigh. But no, if you, instead of a one-horse open sleigh, what ship shall we do? Uh, oh, God. In a one-horse... Uh, oh, God. In a one-hornet... In a one, have a drink, get a drink. Get oh, a drink. in a one hornet out in space. On a hornet out, out in, in space. space. Yes. So it's on a hornet. Okay. Drink alcohol. Oh, seriously. We're gonna no, be- I need, I drank too much last night. I'm too old to keep drinking. Okay. So, three, two, one. Wait, are we starting from the top? From the very fucking top. Okay. Do the count. Three, two, one. Welcome to a very special holiday episode of Late Night Vacuum. We are not exactly live right now, but we are quite lively. Yes. Um, I don't say the number of takes has taken us to get this far. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Shall we harmonize, sir? We shall. In three, two, one. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Why are you singing it like a confused rain man? Because you went so slow with it that it threw me off. Okay, in that case, let's let's not do Philip Glass coin Scarzi's time. Let's let's ramp it up. Three, two, one. Jingle bells. Are you okay? Yes, because it's it. We're so off on our timing right now. It's throwing me off. Okay. You, I'll count. You start. Okay. I'll join in. Okay. Three, two, one. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride the hornet out in space. I had to pull the headphones off. It was throwing me off. Sweet bouncy Jesus. And talking about bouncy Jesus, um, I hope everybody's having a lovely time in Christmas land. <laughs> I do uh, too. Oh my God, that was horrifying. Grackies, that was either the best or the worst. I have no idea. And if anybody does know, let us know. Um, uh, but try not to use large caps. Uh, <laughs> 48 size point 48 all size. bold. Oh my god. Um so <laughs> this is one of our 
our specials. We're not actually live right now. We're just uh, recording this uh, for you and I, um, and also for all our podcast listeners out there. Um, this is going to be just a, a kind of a Christmas quiz where Grakis and I, in the true spirit of embarrassment, have created a quiz for each of us that is designed to show how little we actually know. Um, and, and that's fair enough because there's so much to know about Star Citizen that uh, there, are st- there are so many gaps. We live and breathe this stuff yeah. and we know nothing. I know some things. They're spaceships. They go pew pew. Yes. There you go. And you can also pull them around your hangar and make your sound effects yourself. I've seen you pull many things around your hangar. Well, we weren't going to talk about that because that's against TOS to do live. Merry Christmas, everybody. That's why we're Uh, recording this so I can pull things off air. A gang with the phrasing. Um, So, Grackies, before we go into the quizzes... uh, I just want to ask, what what are you hoping that Santa will bring for you this year? For this year? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got the lights. That's it. That's definitely what I want Santa to bring me. Streaming okay. lights. Streaming lights. That's pretty damn good. Yep. I need new lights. And uh, Dublar. What about you? What is what, Have you been naughty or nice? So what, are you, what do you oh, think I've you're been, getting? I've been mostly naughty. But what I'd like is I'd like world peace, you selfish fuck. I know that Santa can't bring that. People have asked for that forever, and then he kicks them in the teeth whenever <laughs> they do. Oh! So now I've decided to be selfish because apparently Santa's all about the individual. When, uh, of course, you, you you know of Krampus. Oh yes, yeah. Um, I I used to pretend to be the anti-Santa, where I proclaimed that I would go around with a bin bag and I'd collect all the nasty children. So you were Krampus? Legally, yes. <laughs> Legally, yes. <laughs> I'd say there were some gray areas, but let's say I'm over that now. We're okay. We're okay. Um, I'm required to say legally, yes, I was Krampus due to the conviction. Uh, what, what would I actually want for Christmas? Um, so you've done lights, obviously, from the stream kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is awesome because I actually think your lights are pretty damn good. I think you just need more of a camera because well, the camera's C920. It's it's pretty high def. It's it's no, decent. just realizing the camera can't sort the problems you have. Well, the... that, that's the other issue, you know. <laughs> that that's a plastic surgeon level issue. Uh, I, I what I want is I want more free time. I think if Sandra can give me more free time, I can do more stuff. Uh, Grackies and I have a lot of chats about things we'd like to do, both as Late Night Vacuum and BNG. Uh, and it's really just a case of um, how how do we make this happen? Oh, you about to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, be, be very careful about wishing for more free time, because with Santa, it sometimes works like, you know, one of those wish spells. It's not going to go well. <laughs> I don't think I have much to worry about. Santa's on my payroll. Oh, okay. uh, You're good. So, sir, um, shall we get straight in, or is there anything else you want to throw out? I'm also wondering, you know, what what are your holiday traditions you're looking forward to? Because oh, I, I yeah, don't actually, know your yeah, traditions. yeah, 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 my traditions. Um, so, as you listen to this, dear gentle uh, limber listener, um, my traditions involve me being at my brother's house. Um, so. 
I'm about to fly off um, to Ireland to go to my brother's house. Uh, it's on a hillside. It's surrounded by nothing. It's mm-hmm. about five miles away from everybody. Um, and it has a one megabyte uh, download speed. And the phone, my mobile phone signal only works in one corner of the room, of the living room. Uh, in fact, the rest of the house is just completely kind of dead signal-wise. So what my Christmas holiday will be will be um, luxurious. I'm going to be sitting in front of uh, a fire with uh, coal and oak and wood and oh. possibly rare things burning that people could have used with for medical advancements. We're, we're, we're hardcore. And um, there'll be a couple of dogs by our sides. I'll be drinking some whiskey. I'll be drinking lots of coffee. And I'll be spending time um, being uh, friendly but rude and belligerent, as only the Irish can be at the same time. I know Uh, it all too well. Yeah, it's going to be so good. I am really looking forward to it. I haven't been home for a year now. Um, so to get to see to get to see them, it's going to be something awesome. Uh, my traditions will be me checking my email, checking my <laughs> Facebook, checking Discord, wishing I could go online, wishing I could watch Yuzo stream, <laughs> and drinking myself into a stupor as a result. Um, yourself, Grackies, what's yours? Um, for me, it it really varies. This year is uh, this year it's going to be new. Oh, yeah. Where I'm, I'm going to be, you know, going out and finding things that are interesting holiday, you know, stuff going on throughout the city and experiencing all of that. Oh, nice. So I, I'm going to be doing city exploring and, and finding cool little things to go and do and that sort of stuff this year. That That's that's my Christmas. This year. Is it going to snow where you are? Maybe. Okay. Oh, I'm in western New York. Yeah. Typically, whenever when I was growing up and everything else, uh, by like early November, normally, or sometimes it was on Halloween or anything, or at the very latest, by Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. there would be a good blanket of snow on the ground. However, right now, it is green, and it is in the 60s. Fahrenheit <laughs> for those around. So I'm... We're all rather confused by this weather because it's the middle of December and it's warm and it's green. Yeah. And this is this is new and confusing to us around here as we, we grew up in an era where it was like, uh, December means snow. Um, I like the green, I like the warm, but this, this isn't normal. I miss I miss snow. Uh, but no, I, I thankfully, I, I still do get snow, but it's been a long time since the white Christmas. Um, what's interesting is my niece, um, who I'm going to be staying with for part of the Christmas period, she sent photographs of snow already in, in Ireland. And I'm kind of preparing myself because the last time it snowed heavy in Ireland over Christmas, I actually was 10 days cut off from the world, like proper cut off. Ooh. Yeah. So, um... That's going to be fun. I may, I, I may make sure uh, as long as we've got electricity, um, I'm going to have lots of time to maybe write that great novel, <laughs> as, it, as it were. Um, but here, let's. Shall we do the quiz, sir? We shall do the quiz, and okay. I believe I did it last time. So you will kick off the start of this one. Yeah. Now, um, for everybody listening, these quizzes are simply for the fun, uh, yes. and. 
the, for example, I know Gracky's is going to ask questions of me, and I'm going to die on him because I know nothing. But I know enough to kind of realize just how little I actually know. And Gracky's, you know so much, uh, no, but we, yeah, you do. We all have our blind spots, and so I've created a quiz that will either be the easiest quiz you've ever had, bum, 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 or will reveal you to be totally blind. I'm going to go with blind. Let's see how we do. I'm hedging my bets. Uh, so uh, if anybody who wishes to uh, put a bet on this now, is Greggy is going to get over five points? Yes or no? Make, it, make, make a decision, and we'll see. Question one. Oh boy, here we go. Name the three IFCS flight modes. Oh, um, per- the three precision, space combat flight, and cruise mode. Are you 100% certain with that? Yeah, if you're talking about those, that is the definition of a flight mode. Yes, precision, space combat, and cruise. Okay, perfect. That is right. Told you this is easy. Yay, I knew something. Yay. Only because I've been playing 2.0 so much. Venus flytrap. Um, question two. What does IFCS stand for and what does it do? In-flight control system. And uh, it basically, the easiest way to explain what it does is it's, it it's, takes the input from the user and translates it into all sorts of vectors and information for the ship to be able to move its thrusters and everything to do what the user input into the system. So it it can bank, it can move, it can turn, it can roll, it can accelerate, decelerate, all that stuff. Now, actually, you're absolutely right. But as an extension of this, no points. Um, Why is that important? Why is that important? It allows for the ship to actually use real physics in all of its systems and handling. Um, So they can actually model the entire physics of it so they have to position thrusters in the right spots and on top of that if things get damaged it actually then physically responds in that way so it creates a a level of realism into it the uh, ifcs is essentially what they're doing is making a space video game version of the way fighter jets actually handle absolutely right uh question three um this is either the simplest thing or the evilest thing what is the name of the noodle vending machine in Big Alpha Bunnies. 2.0? Okay. What does it say at the foot of the vending machine? Um, oh, God. I think that's eat now. No. I'll give you another go. Damn, I don't remember it. I was actually going to use that as a question on you. <laughs> and I, I've forgotten the exact phrase at the, at the bottom. So that's exactly why I picked it. So it's Big Benny's, of course. Yep. And this is this is question. This is mentioned because Grand Keys has an obsession with those vending machines. I do. So does Baron. <laughs> so does a lot of people now. Yeah. Uh, it's Grab Eat. Grab Eat. That's it. Grab Eat. I was close, but not quite. Okay. Now this is. I told you I'd be doing softballs to you. Uh, name all the new ships that are now flyable in two point oh. All the and new it, ones. Yeah, and it is surprisingly, uh, uh, as of recording this, um, the the feature list that they've got on the website is actually incorrect. Okay, so new as in 
it wasn't available in Arena Commander prior to 2.0. It came as part of 2.0. Okay, so you've got the two new Avengers. Uh, so instead of just the base one, you've got What's the Warlock names? and the yep. Titan. Okay. You've got the Retaliator. Yeah. The Constellation Andromeda. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if they added anything else that wasn't and anything else. Let's see, I'm going through the checklist in my head. It's like I watching a human. I don't computer. think there was anything else that was added that wasn't in the prior version of Arena Commander. You're right. Um, and interesting, the feature uh, list that they've released on the website, they didn't actually mention the Avenger Titan. Oh. They focused on the Warlock with its EMP. So they only mentioned, they literally specified only three ships, but there's actually four. Though the Titan technically is a module at this point, but... Yeah. But then again, so, so is, is the, the Warlock. Warlock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they just like showing off the EMP. I got to fly one of those. It was so, so I mean, much so, fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I count these as distinct ships once, mm -hmm. once you're actually using them kind of thing, even though, I mean, it's the same with, well, it's not the same with, ah, hell variants, content, ah. We'll say you got the point. Yay! Uh, yay! Uh, this is a tough one. Question five. In Star Citizen 2.0, what does DB stand for? It's a distress beacon, and I refuse to use that acronym because of that damn station person trying to push it on us all. Podcast land, his face looked crushed like cardboard when I said that you to him. You heard me say that in a stream, didn't you? Oh, God, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grackies oh. hates the DB. Uh, we call it a DB for sure. <laughs> well... I call it that. Nobody else does, I think. But feel free to start using it. I'm realizing I'm being way too nice to you. So, um, uh, because quite frankly, you're, you're, you're blowing through these. Um, but again, it's for sharing, for sharing information. Yes. Actually, in terms of distress beacon, can you explain why distress beacon is important? Um, yeah, I can. In 2.0, they actually have a situation uh, with missions with distress beacons now where what you do first is you go to one of the comma rays. You have a mission in your in your um, mobile glass. I keep wanting to call it Pip-Boy, but <laughs> it, it basically is a future Pip-Boy. But sure. in, in your mobile glass, um, yeah. you have missions. And if you select them, it says, hey, repair the comma rays. That's where it starts. So when you go repair the first comma ray after, after you know, getting there and doing what you have to do without spoiling too much for anyone that for some reason hasn't done it in 2.0 yet, um, once you repair it, you get sent to another part of the mission, which is to go to a communications relay hub, essentially, like a main station that monitors all communications for the area. Mm -hmm. That's where the DB thing comes up. Yeah. And the reason she refers to it as DB and then says distress beacons is she's actually monitoring all communications around the person running the station. And some of those are distress beacons. So then she says, hey, I picked this one up, gives you a, a waypoint for it and says, can you go check this out? And there's several different, like each of the comma rays starts off pretty much the same, same type of comma ray, same repair function. Mm, mm, mm. But then each of the distress beacons has a different audio story attached to the distress beacon or a different situation, a, a slightly different area where it's built out. And it's little bits of story all around. And some of them are actually pretty dark. I've seen, uh, I've played some, I'm with, you know, 
uh, but I've seen some of the stuff that you've listened to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, one of them was like, it, it was all happy, and it makes you feel bad for what happened. Like I think you, the phrase... I, I go, oh, oh. What's, what's the phrase that is said? Oh, the signal went off. Do you remember what was it? Uh, oh, yeah. She says, oh, that's funny. Uh, there was a, an alert for the airlock door opening. This new OS doesn't seem to be integrating well with the ship. That shit you don't want to hear. Yeah, like, oh, for some reason I had an alert that my airlock door opened. Uh, stupid new OS. Like, she just ignored it. And I, if I got an alert for my... Unless it happened, like, 50 times, then I guess it would be kind of, you know... If that was happening in my ship a lot, I might be like, oh, stupid alert again. And then, well. I'm just imagining myself coming up to your ship. Ding dong, ding dong. You go, ah, you open the door. And there's a tiny little container of space poo, all perfectly sealed just at your your airlock. And I'm running away in my EVA suit. Except the inside, (laughs) you've added oxygen. So th- there's stuff in there, and then you you've got to keep it. that shit fresh. You lit it, <laughs> so it it would burn inside the sealed bag. That's so exactly flaming space poo, and I just look at it and space go, poo. "Well, it's not going to catch my ship on fire." All right, swat and just let it just tumble away in zero g towards you. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, question six. I really should have been harder because I reckon you're going to destroy me. No, these are mine are actually pretty easy. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the next landing area to be released? Nyx. Yeah. Um, what's important about Nyx? Uh, Nyx is important because it's sort of a, a seedy back area, piratey type of place. And not only is it a new landing area, but the environment of the landing area is different. It's an asteroid landing area. So mm-hmm. it's basically an astero- a city built into an asteroid. So that also means that we're going to have asteroids that are freaking gigantic. And I've already run across one in one of the missions that where I was hovering around it, I'm like, man, this thing's massive. But now they're going to start hitting the details of them. And uh, it's going to also, if we can get to that landing area from inside where we are in 2.0. Yeah. It, if it's not near Crusader, we're going to have to have a way to get there. Uh, right now, they say the elevator. But, they yeah. say the elevator, but I'm wondering yeah. if they might add a jump yeah. point. An early jump point without the navigation stuff, but yeah. some cool effects and stuff where you get to the jump point, you get to see it spool up the point open, and bang, you're through. Now, what's interesting about Nyx, and <laughs> I've started to intimate this um, in our post-show chat, which sometimes hits the podcast, but I always want to kind of keep this a little bit secret. Um, I've had for a good while now, uh, my statement about Terra mm-hmm. and about how I'm a Terran supporter and all that kind of stuff. I know. It's so cute. You, you Terrans think you're real people. I know because we are. <laughs> that's why uh, I have to bring you medical supplies. Oh, that's because I keep myself busy in my off hours. Um, so, <laughs> so... <laughs> So here's the truth of how. So I'm. I used to be a role player. Like I was an extreme role player. I mean, I'm proper. We're talking proper D and D. We're talking 
D&D, AD&D, mm-hmm. custom systems. We're talking classic GURPS. We're talking uh, Mega Traveler. We're talking all those kind of things. Are you talking uh, also going into LARPing or just the, the pen and paper stuff? Uh, never going into... Well, I mean, I've done murder mysteries, but I've never gone into LARPing. I okay. got an invite last year. I didn't take them up on it. But I've been fairly big in that for more years than I think our listeners have been alive. Oh, God, I'm old. Um... And I want to bring some RP qualities into the game. Oh, you're thinking where I'm thinking. General wine. I was if you're thinking where I'm thinking, then obviously it involves creme brulee. But the well, that too, uh, but we already talked about it. It's so nice. Um, actually, very good with lavender. The um, so so here's where I am. My character is a very and until he dies or she dies, I haven't worked out the gender yet, is going to be very pro-terror, going to be very reputable, exactly that kind of stuff, you know, have the hangar base and terror, do all the kind of interactions. Yep. And then when my character wants to go home, they go home to Nyx. Oh. Because my character has carries that duality of life aspect. So um, if you think about the... Uh, the fiction that's been written about Star Citizen and you've heard of Kid Crimson, uh, it's not necessarily that instant binary. It's just simply that I have public face and then I have private face. So whenever you see me stream or interact or from the terror, from the, the, uh, the formalized UE systems, there's one. And then there's the actually the next side because my character is going to be spectacularly indifferent to everything around the UE, but has that persona of being invested. Well done, sir. So that's so that's a huge fucking review, and I can't believe I've just mentioned it. Shit sticks, but that's why I'm really excited. No, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Which also means you'll be gray enough that you'll get along quite well with my mad scientist who doesn't mind bending the rules to, you know, just see what happens in the verse. Should be fun. Uh, but yeah, so so part of my thing is I've got my Starliner, I've got all these kind of things. I want to build trade routes and do all that nonsense and that kind of commercial aspect. And then the flip of it is what I actually You're going to be a do. crime lord, aren't you? Not, I don't want to confirm or deny. Um, uh, just let me say that whatever I do, I will be very efficient. <laughs> well done. Bearing in mind, however, that my current enemy is an asteroid um, and uh, I blow up at the slightest provocation. So I may be the smallest kingdom. <laughs> That's why galaxy. you hire better pilots for you to make up for that. Yeah. Can I also hire better shields? Um, yes. So. Question seven. Okay, seven. Uh, question seven. After Chris Roberts announced live on Twitch that 2.1 was to be released before the end of the year, how good were the poker faces of everybody else on stream? Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that one real quick. Okay. After Chris Roberts announced live on Twitch that 2.1 was to be released before the end of the year, <laughs> how good were the poker faces of everybody else on stream? Does the word facepalm mean anything to you? Oh, God, yes. Half of them looked <laughs> like they went ghost white, and the other half looked like they said, looked like, yeah, that's Chris for you, but why? 
Why? Chris, what did you do? Yeah, they, in the terms of Poker Face, they were the exact opposite. Yeah, my my answer is not very, so I'll give you that. <laughs> the um, Yeah, so in Reverse the Verse, um, uh, which I didn't actually catch fully because of various internet outages just recently, um, uh, Chris, uh, when 2.0 was coming out live to everybody, um, uh, Chris came on and said, oh, yeah, and 2.1 out, end of the year. And then he walked off. And we're talking as good a mic drop as you can ever get. Um, and I... I mean, Gracky's reaction was priceless. The reaction, the reaction was something awesome. And if they do deliver 2.1, fair fucks to them. But I'm not expecting it. Are you? Well, it's possible, honestly, because 2.1 doesn't have a huge amount of new systems to it. It's all stuff that's been worked on consistently now. I, I might not expect it to drop to live, but PTU yeah. before end of year is entirely possible. Because I, could expect, I could expect PTU, yeah. You're looking at a couple of new ships type of thing like freelancer for example is going to be in there and they've been working on that thing for a while yeah um i think the clothing don't want my car to in cassava uh what's we'll that i don't it mm, i'm not I, I can't it, remember if that got moved to two two i think it's been talked about in a more it that when this lands because because really we've got the cassava and then we've got nicks to follow because they carry shared mechanics so it could drop in 2.1, but for the life of me, I'd, I'd be so happy, but I'd imagine, I'd hope it, it's kind of weird, I'd say, I don't know, let it come later. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, ooh, I hope. I hope. Right, so I've been nice to you so far. Yes. Where's okay. the evil? I'm waiting for it. Taste my spite. Question eight. Senator Kyle Polo recently appeared on the show Kaizen. Kyle Polo is best known for the Polo Initiative, an attempt to reduce military spending. Now, with the UEE declaring war on the Vandul, what is the Senator's current campaign? I actually don't know. I didn't read that lore piece. Ah, okay. So, basically, um, he's been looking at a city called... Um, uh, tram um, and tram has been without law and order for a while mm -hmm. um, and his exact quote is uh, their safety and security are crippled because the police department isn't equipped with weapons commensurate with the loadouts of the outlaw gangs that run rampant in the streets mm. if this empire is looking to spend credits to protect its people then tram needs to be high on that list any senators that don't believe that Tram is a war zone should visit the city without their bodyguards and see how safe they feel. Interesting. So what's happening here is now uh, Polo has been talking about the vast overspending um, of, of the, of the uh, UEE. And uh, with the uh, votes and declaration of war against the Van Duel, it means that everything's being greenlit for um, uh, uh, for attacking the vandal and this means military budgets and huge huge numbers of things question were ticked without question um and what uh he's looking at is 
effectively, if you militarize the outside and you don't protect the inside, you erode yourself from the inside. Now, that's mm. not what was exactly said, but that's the entire concept, which is, um, you know, he, is he, are we facing a situation where um, we protect the whole and we lose the sum kind of thing? It's very Roman. Yeah, I, I, and ironically, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they did say that as part of the inspiration behind it, so it, it makes sense that yeah. that sort of yeah. discussion would come up. It's like, oh, that, that plays very well. So, like, uh, so he's senator for Crossshaw. So, um, Crossshaw and uh, so there's a police strike going on in Tram because they just can't handle anything anymore. Uh, trade between the two systems has fallen by fifty percent. Haulers don't feel safe. It's hurt businesses everywhere. Lost taxes and tariffs um, affecting the empire's bottom line. So, it, this is this is one of those things where Polo has been a senator who I don't think has been necessarily on the forefront of things he's been very visible very charismatic but at the same time he's lost the war of mm -hmm. military funding and he's now focusing on the funding of the interior and says we don't have this so it could be a very interesting thread to pull as the uh, game and as the pu progresses about where we stand with our own interior and the ue so yeah so that's why I wanted to ask that question. Interesting. That's awesome. Rawr. Okay, so question nine. Apocalypse Arms. Who is Juliet Maupin? I don't know. Oh, okay. Do you want to make a guess? Because it sounds like a crime novelist. Um, who is Juliet Maupin to you? A... Well, if it's Apocalypse Arms, it's probably a man. Maybe she's a, a weapons designer. She is. But she's of an interesting history. So uh, Dalton Colabello um, was basically a collector of weaponry. Mm -hmm. And uh, he picked up a crate and opened it up. And there was all the sexy keck in there that like, oh, my God, I don't believe this exists. Now, what's interesting is that um, Juliet Maupin, now he did, he did investigations to find out uh, where this came from because there yep. was no evidence. It was like, it's, imagine, imagine you, uh, you get a, a tiny rubber plastic figure of a Snoopy doll and you've never seen Snoopy before and you suddenly have to investigate the world of Snoopy. But nobody else okay. knows about Snoopy. But you have this in your hand. Wait a minute. So it exists, but nobody knows about what, what's going on. Yes, and then you get images of a little yellow bird, and it's like, what? Uh, and you follow, the, you follow the breadcrumb. So uh, Juliet Maupin um, actually works as a lead engineer for um, uh, AGS Dynamics. Oh. Um, and she was actually uh, the lead... Uh, she led the team that uh, was responsible for the uh, the 2783 revamped retaliators. Uh -huh. So she's one of the main people behind the Bomber Boys. So if you love your tally, you you love Juliet uh, Morpin because she was the person behind it. I do love her now. Um, based on that, she had been introduced to a woman called Sylvian Evans, who was a member of the military. 
and uh, she was enlisted to work on the classified project to develop uh, powerful weapons for the Mesa government. Oh. Exactly. So she did that. And as the, um, uh, the, the package, the delivery was being sent across, saying, look, here's what we've done. Tell us what you think. The Mesa government fell. Oh, wow. So th- right in that like moment. the lost weapons. Exactly. Um, so as a result, uh, they were left in a storeroom forever. And that's where Dalton Colabero, Col- Colabello, uh, uh, got them and has finally pieced it all together and using, uh, both these and he was able to then go back to the children of, uh, Juliet because Juliet then moved in away from military stuff and did a lot of shield stuff mm-hmm. and it was very well known on that. Um, and the children didn't know that she did work in the military complex. Um, uh, he, he got the blueprints and he got the first sketches and the first designs and that's how Apocalypse Arms came to be. Oh, so he recreated some brilliant designs that had been lost. Yeah. So, and, uh, and so Julia is uh, one of the contributing voices to the tally. So, happy days for you. Yay! Yay! Okay, so last question and I think I, I, think I know uh, what the answer is going to be. Uh, can the garage unit be left floating in space while the crucible repairs? Lo- this is about the crucible ship, the mm-hmm. repair ship. Can the garage unit be left floating in space while the crucible repairs larger slips? Larger slips? My mouth is broken. Ships. Ships. Can, can, can it be left floating in space? Yes. It's okay. detachable. Yeah. So it's got its own internal bay unit and it can do its own stuff mm. and it can fix things. So. Uh, let's count this up. You have more than five, that's for sure. One, two, 2.5, 3.5, You have, oh my God. 7.5, sir. Ooh, that's a passing grade. That's a, that's, that's, that's like a C plus. Yes, that's actually quite impressive. I think that's I my best ever. <laughs> Um, yes. Oh, fuck yes. Nobody's ever seen a 7.5 in these parts. <laughs> um, so, sir, that's your quiz. Uh, have you got one for me? I do indeed have one for you. Oh, this God. one, for most of it, takes us back to the beginnings okay. of Star Citizen. Because oh, it's sticks. also around that time of the year for reflection. So mm. I, I went with a little bit more history on it. I'm dead. So question one. Okay. How many pledge ships were named during the Kickstarter? This long silence is uh, to the audio listeners who, oh, we have. Um, Grakis, I fucking hate you. Um, So what were the pledge ships, essentially? Uh, How many? How many? Okay. So is a question what they were? The next question is what they were. Let's see if we can combine these two, you fuck. You can go for that. Now, are you calling ships or variations? They didn't have variations during the Kickstarter. I'll give you that much. So we had the 300i, the Aurora, uh, the Hornet, and uh, Freelancer, and Constellation. We had five ships. You got question one and two. 
See, it wasn't that bad. You remembered it. I do. I wasn't even in the Kickstarter. I know, but it's a small list and it's the mm. pretty primary stuff that showed up early. So, mm. okay. So question two was that question. One was that question three is question three. Will what? I get over five? Everybody. We are curious. He's at yeah. two. Mm. What were the three types of hanger initially available for the hanger module? Mm. Ah. <sighs> Deluxe. Shitty. We had shitty. <laughs> we had shitty, we had deluxe, and we had premier. Is, we is, ha is that your final answer? We had basic. We had deluxe. We had premier. Is that your final answer? We had basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my final answer. I'm sorry, that was mostly incorrect. Yay! What were they? They were the discount, the business, and the deluxe. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're going back a little bit in history. Originally, for those that might be newer to Star Citizen... There were three hangers, even before the asteroid hanger, that were available to us before Arena Commander, before anything. We got three different hanger types, nowhere near as pretty as, as the ones now, but still amazing. Mm. And th we were awestruck just by the fact that we could walk in there and look at some of the ships. Like, oh my god, I get to, I can climb up the ship and climb down the ship and look at all the little parts. Like, we'd spend hours doing that. Do you know what one of the fundamental differences, I mean, there were a couple of differences between the, those old hangers and the new hangers in terms of how they approach ship showing. Mm. So, when you had the old hangers, you would only see a certain number of your ships. You didn't actually have the ability to choose what ships appeared. We didn't have that kind of thing on the website. Yes. So uh, what people would do is they would actually go in and modify one of the setting files, and they would then put in the number of ships that they could see, and so they would become bigger. Now, what was interesting about this was uh, on load of game, uh, it had to preload every ship that you had even if they weren't visible so it took a long time to load followed then by the fact that if you did load your ships in by doing this hack you had to have a really fucking amazing um uh machine because of the render count the poly count yep rendered because you're rendering so much in in such a small space because they have the the, the low medium high rendering options but here everything is all high um so when they did the designs for the new hangers, they did two things. One, they uh, post the new hanger release, they actually worked on how you um, show ships generally so it was a much faster loading time so they, were, you know, they weren't just hidden under a second yep. level. Um, but they also made it that you didn't have a direct clear line of sight across the whole hangar. So Except if you... You do, but... No, no. If you actually Because of the take, pillars... Exactly, because of the pillars. So it blocks line of sight, which means that you can actually get more ships in. Uh-huh. Even though <laughs> it's still limited. It's still limited for now, yeah. Um, 
but they've done that that line of sight blocking purely as a performance thing, which is part of the hangar design. Oh, good trick. It's a little bit of trivia there. Um, okay, so I did get that right. I, I, next? I bumped you up to a half point with that awesome explanation. Oh, thank you, sir. You're very kind. So what's next? Next is, it's, it's a two-parter, sort of like questions one and two. Okay. When the Arena Commander module was first released, <laughs> version 0. 0.8, mm-hmm. how many ships were available to two. fly? Oh, hang on. I want to say two or three. Three. Three? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Final answer. You are correct. There were three ships available for the first release of the Arena Commander module. Yes. Which ships were the ones that were available to fly? It was a 300i. It was the Hornet. Uh, do you want this, the serial number? You can put the serial number if you want. It was the Super Hornet. It was the FC7M. Uh, well, am I wrong in that? F7CM is the Super Hornet. F7CM. I've been drinking. Shut up. Um, and it was the Aurora. MR. Is that your final answer? Fuck yes. It was actually the straight Hornet, not the Super Hornet, but. I'm giving you a big stare now. I know you're giving me a big stare, but you went off book on that one. Oh, enough book. I got my three. I got my three. You did get your three. So it was a straight Hornet. Interesting. Yeah, the Super Hornet wasn't an item back then. It was was basically, they gave you equipment of a Super Hornet attached to a Hornet. Uh, but that was even a little bit later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zero point eight was very bare bones. It was fun. Oh, it was amazing. The first time we got to get in our ships and do something. Rawr. Other than sit in them in the hangar. Rawr. Now, a, a, a fun little item that we had okay. back in, in the history of Star Citizen. But okay. uh, considering that we now hit... 100 million in funding as a community Mm. at what stretch goal considered inconceivable at the time was the joke bagel carrier for all quote-unquote promised 50 million is that your final answer final answer was actually 57 million 57 million was the amount that was considered completely inconceivable and the joke item of a bagel carrier was and we still n- want not actually carrier. We do, which is why to this day you might hear some of the people that have been around for a while refer to the bagel carrier, not Bengal, the bagel, bagel carrier. <sighs> we legitimately yes. want totes in the game that we can carry around with our carriers, uh, with our players, with grabby hands that are bagel carriers in the game now. We want them to add those. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, I shouldn't have said so fast. What's the next one? The next one, which is question number seven. Mm-hmm. This is going into more current times. So Okay. Now Star Citizen has expanded far beyond those early days. What is the new playable area that was just released? So do you want it to be known by its main um, planet? 
or the sector? You can refer to it. Go by planet because the sector is. Okay, so I this have is several possible answers. So this is Crusader mm -hmm. um, as part of the Stanton system, and Crusader is Stanton two. Uh, the planet Stanton two um, and uh, Crusader Industries are. Uh, this is basically part of a manufacturing base. Oh, uh, should I say more or? Oh, keep going, keep going. Inform. Okay, okay. So basically, um, the Stanton system is a system that was sold. It was discovered, as most systems are, uh, and then it was sold on, as as uh, most businesses happen to do, um, uh, to enterprising um, uh, corporations. Uh, we have uh, Microtech. We have um, Crusader. We have who else do we have? Area uh, eighteen. Oh yeah, we have Artcore, and then we have uh, something with D, Dynamis, or something. Help me, Grackies. Help I can't me. remember. It's Help a name. me, Grackies. You're my only hope. You're screwed. I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so basically, so four four uh, megacores kind of took it over, and they each took a planet or space or area. And Crusader is a gas giant, um, Stanton two, and um, they've built uh, uh, they, they, they've built a kind of uh, business environment around there. Anyhow, yeah, stuff, 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 stuff. How did I do? You, I, I had several answers for it. Can you name what the starting station is that you load yeah. into for Tipuno? Port Olisar. That was the other answer. I had, for possible answers, this was pretty softball. It was Baby PU, 2.0, Crusader, and Port Olisar. Any of those would have been accepted. Oh, okay, so I went a bit too deep. Fair enough. Oh, no, it's great <laughs> that you went deep. Thank you. The audience loves it. Phrasing. Oh, I had to. It was so. It was so right there. Remember, right the we do. Four, remember, we do four questions shallow, one question deep, and then four questions shallow. This one's a little bit deep, but it's pretty well known and been reported on. What is the size reported on of the current two point map? Oh fuck! Um, it's about 1.2 million kilometers in one direction. It's 400 kilometers top to bottom. Um, I can't remember the other 400, side. 400,000. <laughs> 400, what did I say? 400. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was abridging 400,000. It's fucking big. I'm going to give that one to you because you just didn't do the math on it. But it comes out, for those interested, um, it's been reported as two different things. Either 200,000, depending on if it's 200. Or, I'm sorry, if it, it's been reported as 200,000 on the Z-axis, which is the top to bottom, or the 400,000. Depending on that, it's 200 to 400 quadrillion cubic kilometers large. Yeah, and I've just, genuinely, I've just opened this up. I actually have a bookmark of this because um, there's a thing uh, published in Reddit code in case you were worried about the exploration potential of star citizen so i've just opened this up post question i have it in front of me the crusader map is one million kilometers by one million kilometers by 400 kilometers 
on a thousand kilometers. Thank yes. you. Well, Chris Roberts misspoke during the presentation. The slide yeah. said 400,000. He said 400. So using an efficient, um, let me see if I can summarize this. So uh, let's say you, I'm going to quote from this. So let's say you have a ship with a sensor range of 20 kilometers, right? This is what we currently have. So we can detect anything within 20 kilometer radius with no directions. So if you want to sweep the Crusader map to find anything, yep. you know, what can do that? Um, and now if you're, if you're um, running at 250 meters a second, doing a 20 kilometer sweep, um, then uh, you basically uh, have to do, I think, about 25,000 search uh, legs of Crusader. Which would take three thousand one hundred seventy years. Yes. So, uh, yeah. You, you can cut that down by four, though, to account oh, for cruise speed. Actually, no. So that's three dimensions. Sorry, three dimensions. That's two dimensions. Three dimensions. So adding the four hundred kilometers, it would take us thirty-one million seven hundred nine thousand seven hundred ninety-one point ninety-eight years to search the Crusader map with a sensor range of twenty kilometers. Um, cut it in a fourth, though. Yeah. Uh, so if so, do, so, <laughs> so if you do it at a radar of two thousand kilometers using super cruise, mm -hmm. seven hundred ninety-two years. Yeah, that's just if, this small section. Yeah, if you do it at super cruise and your radar picks up two hundred thousand kilometers, it would take twenty-eight days, twenty-two hours, and twenty-six minutes. Just for this section of the map. Just for this section of the map, which is only a section of Stanton's system. Yep. However, so, you can assume that we'll be able to scan while in quantum. Yes, but we'll then determine whether or not this, what this, what kind of things you could pick up in that quantum scan. Yep. You know, so what obstacles? Yes. Um, anomalous beep boops? Probably not. Uh, you might well, get an anomalous heads. beep boop, but not details on it. So you'll have yeah. to stop, move in closer to figure out exactly where it is. So it, yeah. it, they'll probably tone it to where you can pick it up, but it's still, I mean, think about that for everyone out there. That is big. That's huge. And this so, is a section yeah. of one map they're talking about. And it's not a big section of the map. That's and the there's, amazing. There's going to be hundreds of systems, so. Mm. So what's the next question, sir? The next question up is, having gone from just single-seater fighters to now having multi-crew ships, what multi-crew ships are available in 2.0? Okay, so if I sound weird as I answer this question, it's because I'm eating ghost pepper nuts. Uh, um, it's the uh, tally and the... Uh, oh, hang on. Ask that question again. Having gone from single-seater fighters to now having multi-crew ships, what multi-crew <coughs> ships are available in 2.0? There are... <coughs> God, Peppers! There are three. There's the uh, Constellation Andromeda. There's the Retaliator. There's the Cutlass Black. Because Cutlass Black has a second seat that allows you to take over um, and manage and monitor various things. So from a pure multi-crew aspect where you've got uh you know the full playability you know it's the t it's the tally and it's the colony people focus on that but there is the cutlass is that oh, your final answer that's my final answer 
You are also forgetting the Super Hornet and the Gladiator. I hate you. Can I add Super Hornet and Gladiator? You can. You talked about one of Yay! those. I'll, I'll give you point eight because you now talked here's, about the Super Hornet later. <laughs> now, here's the interesting thing because but the, 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 the Super Hornet and the Gladiator are fixed seat placements. You can't get up and move around. Correct. So, so just as a query, that kind of still f factors as multi-crew for you. Yes, because it can use multiple crew positions, even though they're fixed seat. Okay. Because the, the Rio seats can actually perform multiple tasks. That's fair enough. Just wanted to make sure so I could understand. Yep. I was, I was going through the list. I'm like, all right, what has more than one seat? I'm, I'm. In that case, how can we add, in, in that case, can we add the Aurora? Because as you're flying around, I can be in the bed just relaxing. Not a seat. It doesn't actually do anything controlling the ship. Okay. Otherwise, you could count a whole bunch of other ships like the Avengers and the Mustangs. And, like, you can <laughs> stuff everyone into almost every ship. You can stuff a pile of people into in some way. Everybody party. Um, okay. So what's the next question? Uh, next question. I'm ready. My body question is ready. 10. What is the name of the most delicious is, food in the verse? Is this question 10? Yes, it is. Um, and the most delicious food in the verse is, of course, Big Benny's. It is. We both <laughs> have a Big Benny's question. Yay. Yay. And I have a bonus question here for you. Oh, go for it. With all the talk of Squadron 42 lately, who or what does Andy Circus play in Squadron 42? Andy Circus plays the chair. I will accept that answer. The answers <laughs> I have are potted plant, the Idris, chair, <laughs> everything that isn't human. Oh my god. Well that done. Chair bro. is actually one of the answers listed right there. It's everything that isn't human, dash, also accepted, potted plant, chair, the address, etc. Brilliant. So what was my score at the end? Uh let's see. Tallying it up and tallying it up. I yes, see Yes, I did that. These I am still eating these cycle nuts. These are absolutely fucking obscene. 9.3 with the 9.3. Oh, it is truly the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Thank you very much. You Brad. got an A. Yay! So, just want to um, say thank you very much, everybody who's been a listener to Late Night Vacuum. Um, it's been over well over half a year now that Grackies and I started this out, and uh, I'm truly thankful for the support that we get when we're live and streaming this, and for the support that we get from our audio podcast. You've been absolutely wonderful. We're just fans of Space Sims, fans of gaming, and fans of Star Citizen. Yes. And we we started this because we wanted to communicate and share our love. Um, and we've just had it given back to us in, 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 in so many ways. So thank you very much, everybody. And I'm not welling up. It, these, these chili peanuts are killing me. He is eating ghost pepper peanuts while trying to do this, but the timing was so perfect. Yeah. 
He's lying to you. He is actually welling up. That's all fake. So I just want to say thank you very much. Um, you guys have been awesome. It's great being on this journey with you. And uh, here's to many more episodes. Yes. Uh, here's to uh, many more pew pews. And uh, here's to lots of fun and good times. So thank you very much, everyone. And a merry, happy Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas, everyone. And Merry Christmas, David. And Merry Christmas to you, Brankies. Right. Everybody, fuck off. See you. See you next present still open. Yeah, you take care, everybody, and uh, have a great one. Bye. Bye, guys. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot.